You are listening to webtalkradio.net, and we've got a very, very special show today. I'm Shauna Montgomery, and I'm here with our producer, Jeff Carlin, and our special, special guest, Jim Karras. Is that like a special person, like special needs? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) No, you are not. But, um, Jim, we've talked a lot about you on the show, so some of our favorite listeners have heard some of our things that we've said. Um, Jim Karras is one of my very, very best dear friends, and he is, um, you can tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, my gosh. Um, what I always say to people is I went to business school. I actually went to Wharton undergrad, and my goal in life, I graduated in the early 80s, was to become Blake Carrington. Little did I know that my future was to be Richard Simmons. So <laughs> it's been a little bit of a uh, 180 for me in terms of what I expected to do with my life. I'm a chubby kid. I was a chubby kid and struggled with my weight for many years. And a lot of us in this weight loss, fitness, whatever you want to call it, industry came from a pay- pl- place of you know, angst, of problems, of struggle. And so what I basically did was a teacher didn't show up to an aerobic class one day. And I said, if, well, if someone's got the exercise tape, I'll teach. And I taught the class and got offered a $4 an hour job and a free membership at a Bally's Health Club. And almost 30 years later, you know, have built a personal fitness training business in Chicago, a little bit in New York, and have written six books and do TV things and speaking and all in this area that I really am very passionate about. I do love this whole world that I live in because I do think we can make an extreme difference in how we look and feel. I I absolutely agree. And just to let our favorite listeners know, Jim is a five-time New York Times bestselling author. And several of his books, which you may have read, and we have mentioned on, but let me just talk about your latest book, is The Ultimate Diet Revolution. Um, It says, lose up to 14 pounds in 28 days. This book is a must read. Um, It is by Jim Karras. And inside the book, which I thought Jim was really, really great, I've read the book several times, and you get recipes which I th- was, thought was very, very helpful. Tons of recipes with a lot of... I tried to get away from the typical grilled chicken and steamed vegetables. I mean, how much can you eat that, of that? And it comes out of your ears. And I worked with a wonderful nutritionist whose name is Juliet Britton. And she introduced me to some things that I even learned through her, such as the vast role of spice. Spice is phenomenal to boost your metabolism, to provide anti-aging antioxidants, to increase satiety, which actually is your feeling of fullness and satiation, your happiness with what you're eating. So if you really want to stay full and happy on less calories, adding the spices and a lot of the different combinations we did in the food really makes a difference. So it was a lot of fun for me as well. Well, you know, it's just so interesting. Um, Just to give you a little bit of background of Jim, Jim right now resides in Chicago. He's a father of two. Uh, Olivia and Evan. Olivia and Evan, yes. Yes, which is great. And, and Shauna's a- son and my daughter graduated together last week. That's so right. So we share a lot in common. That's right. So they are graduates and on to bigger and better things. And um, tell us a little bit about Olivia. Well, Olivia, my, my baby girl, I'm very proud of, is the junior Olympic champion in gymnastics in 2014. She's on her way to the University of Michigan to compete, compete with them. 
And she's really dedicated her life to this sport that I must share. It, it's tough. I mean, gymnastics, you get up on that beam, you fall off. Guess what you have to do? You have to get back on the beam and complete your routine. That's you, right. You can't That's be a right. pitcher who says, oh, gee, I had a bad inning. Well, you had a bad inning. Keep going. When you, when you go off, you go off. And she's very dedicated and committed. I'm very, very proud of her and what she's accomplished. And I just want her to be a happy person going forward with how she deals with gymnastics and school and life and boys and everything else. That's right. It is. <laughs> Which is a whole other show. That's a whole other show, right. But right. anyway. That show would have to include wine to, yeah. see, you know, to really make that a good e- show. Exactly. But Jim, you know, the thing that I love so much about you is not only that you believe in what you're doing, but you really promote it and you've got so much energy and passion about it. And I think that's really great. Jim right now resides in Chicago and for those of you that don't know, he has a fitness studio, right. and not only in Chicago, but also in New York, and hopefully I want you to do L.A. I'll do L.A. someday. Okay. I totally love L.A. So that's really great, and you have to understand that Jim has been on Good Morning America, The Dr. Oz Show, The View, Fox News. I've seen you several times on Windy City Live, mm-hmm. um, and also he has been, you know, as a celebrity trainer, Diane Sawyer, mm-hmm. Oprah, a little bit of Oprah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Gail King. Gail King's a doll. And, and um, Mr. Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Oh, Hugh Jackman. Yeah. And what about um, Al Roker? Uh, we did Al Roker. Um, we've done a bunch of them. We did Cynthia McFadden. We did, did Paula Zahn. Um, you know, really and truly, through my, my career, I love Rachel Weiss, the Academy Award-winning actress. She's a doll. Um, worked with her in New York. Um, Emma Thompson. And, you know, you just fall in and out with some of these people. Hugh and I spent a number of years together. I traveled with him. Diane Sawyer and I spent probably seven solid years together training four or five times a week when I was commuting into New York all the time. Well, I think there was something that I read somewhere that what she lost like 20 pounds with you. Yes. And, and you know the story. We did a program called Lock the Door, Lose the Weight, where we locked seven overweight people in a house here in the suburbs of Chicago. I happened to have been the fitness expert on the job. So we had done live segments for seven days, and then the people went off and had to do things on their own, and ultimately were flown to Times Square Studios to be live on Good Morning America. And we did the whole results and everything, and we're talking about things, and right as we're done with the segment, off camera, this was not done on camera, because some people said it was, and it was, and I did it off camera, I said to Diane, who was kind of muttering to herself, God, you know, I'm working so hard, and I'm tired, and I can't eat what I want to eat and exercise, and I said to her, do you really want to look that way? She kind of turned to me a little put off and said, well, what, what do you mean? I said, well, do you really want to look that way? She said, well, what? Do you think I need to lose weight? And I said, oh, yeah. I'd say a good 20, oh, maybe so 25 pounds. Oh, that's so hard for a woman to hear. <laughs> oh. No, no, Shauna, as she said on Letterman six months later, you know she put her hand on her chest, nobody talks to me that way. So he got my interest. And basically, the bottom line with Diane, which I think is applicable to a lot of us, is no one really said to her. She's saying to people, I'm not feeling great. I feel overweight. I'm not feeling great energy. And they're going, you're beautiful. You're great. You're wonderful. You're fabulous. That's right. Don't and worry about said, it. Yep. Jim, no one gave me the truth but you, which is what hooked her. And so it was an interesting you know, way that our relationship occurred and, and continues. We still stay in touch and everything else. I just love her. See, that is so great because that's really what you need. You need that push. And everyone Dude. does go out there. Right. You know, I'm, I'm one of them. Favorite listeners, I am in like the disguise of dressing. <laughs> I mean, I can, you know, put on clothes and stuff and everyone says, oh, you look great. You look fabulous. But I don't feel good. I feel like I need to lose a good 20. And actually, I looked in through some of your books. <laughs> I have all of Jim's books and he always signs them. And one of them, it says, dear Shauna, 20 pounds to go. <laughs> 
And I thought, damn, that was five years ago, and I'm still trying to lose this 20. It's okay. We're all working at it. Well, you know what? It, it's a, it, it is. It's a lifetime you know, commitment and everything. But um, let me ask you this now. The Ultimate Diet Revolution. Give us the skinny on how you started to write this book and what, what motivated you to write? I'm always writing because I'm always blogging and tweeting and doing all that kind of stuff. And I could do so much speaking that I'm always researching. And I literally, this is the short, long story. I wrote the proposal for anyone who's ever written a book or ever has an interest in doing it. First, you write a book proposal, which is really where you outline the entire book and write a couple of chapters. So I had sent this into my editor who had done two of my other uh, previous books and kind of sat on it, kind of talked about it, this and that. What happened was Yahoo asked me to write an article. And as usual, I say, well, what will I get paid? The answer, typical answer, nothing. So I'm like, okay, sure, I'll write an article. So I write an article doing my anti-cardio <laughs> tirade. Um, for those of you who don't know me, That's I'm right. the anti-cardiovascular exercise. No treadmill, no stepping, no spinning, nothing, walking, running, zero, zero, zero. I believe in only interval-based strength training. So I wrote this tirade on Yahoo. So the woman who runs my website emails me on a Saturday and says, well, what have you done? So what do you mean what I've done? What have you done? She said, the, the, we're almost crashing our website. We're, we're blowing up. There's, there's hundreds of thousands of people hitting us up on jimcares.com. And I said, I, I don't know what I did. You know, I haven't opened my mouth that bad. You know, and lately I haven't told anyone any celebrities they needed to lose 25 pounds <laughs> in the last 24 hours. So I went, well, I wrote this article for Yahoo. She, she calls me and she goes, you're on the homepage of Yahoo. So the homepage of Yahoo blew us up. And, of course, my editor calls me on Monday and says, you know, what about that Rev Idea book? I think we should do that. So, the, boom, you know, the, the worlds, the gods aligned. And I'll, the title of the book is very important because a revolution is defined. There's many definitions, one of them being a complete change in ideology that is so compelling that it's so persuasive that it starts in a small group and then the masses follow. My belief in Rev, which is the nickname for the book, is the following. Number one, Cardiovascular exercise, once again, out. Interval-based strength and resistance training is the only style of exercise that boosts your metabolism. And ladies, if you're in your 40s or 50s, you're in metabolic freefall as a result of menopause. It's the reality. Can that be changed completely? Yes, through getting your muscle back. And the only style of exercise to get your muscle back is the strength training. Number two, snacking. Verboten, everyone. Stop it. I gave the wrong advice for 25 years. Five to six small meals a day. Three yeah, meals and three snacks. Da-da-da-da-da. Stoke the metabolic furnace. Absolutely, positively wrong, 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 wrong. See, I'm so glad because I hated that thing with the snacking that you had to have the six. Because people on the go... I mean, it's hard to carry something like your nuts or your orange or your apple. Correct. And, you know, you're just – so I'm, I'm all about that. Sean, no go snacking. back to the 50s. How did people look in the 50s? Lean, lean, thin, thin. Why? They ate breakfast. They ate lunch. They ate dinner. And the other thing is your meals need to be complete meals. Stop running out the door with a fat-free yogurt and saying that's breakfast. It's not. Stop picking out a little sad salad at lunch with barely any dressing and saying that's lunch. It's not. You need protein, carbohydrate, fat, and fiber in your breakfast, your lunch, and your dinner. The only time you're allowed to eat outside of those three meals is post-exercise, and I call that your recovery meal. I don't even call that your post-workout snack. So that's the only time you get to include a fourth meal. Go back to your breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I have people for one week cut the snacking out. They go, Jim, I'm down two, three pounds. I said, because you're not doing all that picking all day. And that's what makes a huge difference. Okay, now tell me, what, what's your uh, thought on smoothies and protein drinks? And is that considered if a meal? Has, if it has full protein, if it has fat, if it has fiber, if it has carbohydrates, literally if it's a meal in a shake, 
And personally, I'll do two scoops of protein powder, and I do the MCT vegan gluten free. I love this stuff. If anyone ever the has oil. protein, yeah, and I love the MCT oil. I'm crazy about. I put my vegetables in, my fruit, my milk. I usually will use an almond milk or a soy based milk because I find my digestion every, likes it better than the dairy. And literally a big 400 calorie shake. That's fine, Shauna. Those puny little things and juicing and all that stuff. Juicing, ladies, is one of the worst things you can possibly do for your body. Okay. One of the absolute worst. It plays with your blood sugar. It doesn't tip satiety. It makes you hungry. It is the worst thing you could possibly do. So you're talking about green drinks, kales. All that. Uh, ugh. Stop it. Do you know what I'm saying? Drink things with real God, protein and full. Do I know that. I know that. It's, this is so it's a confusing. Craze. Cleansing, Shauna, is out, is totally verboten. No cleansing. What happens with the cleanse is you boomerang. If you see a star on the cover of one of the rags, okay, and she's up 50 pounds, and then you see her three months later and she's down 50 pounds, you go, what is with her? How does she boomerang like this? So, I mean, not five, 10 pounds. She's flying up and down in weight. Trust me, she's cleansing. And when you cleanse, you decimate your metabolism. You've killed your muscle, you kill your metabolism. What happens when you go back so to regular eating? it's a temporary fix. Very temporary fix. You boomerang back up. And because you've lost muscle, when you go back to your previous eating, you gain all fat. Because without strength training, you can't get your muscle back. Only through puberty do you actually build muscle without strength training. And once that's over, it's over. So the cleansing is a terrible, terrible strategy if your goal is long-term weight loss and especially long-term fat loss. Okay. So just to let you know, we're going to have this all up on the website, um, the-girlfriends.com. We'll have Jim's book up there. Uh, we'll have the oil. Great. Love which, it. by the way, the oil is great because it really moves your... Yeah, poop intestines. Poop. Yes, it does. <laughs> it really helps you poop. I love poop and, talk. I, yeah. Poop talk is oh, great. Pooping, well, we've talked about it on the show so many times. Oh, well, pooping is if, everything. Okay, if, you, if your metabolism isn't chugging, chugging, you're not pooping. So one of the best things you can know when you really want to be on an appropriate weight loss program is what's happening in that department. If things are shutting down, you're shutting down. That's not what we want. We want you amped up. And I also say this about metabolisms, everyone. Ladies, look at your nail growth and your hair growth. It's so interesting when women will say to me, it's a telltale sign. Jim, what's going on? I go to the same hairdresser for years. I get my hair colored every five weeks. All of a sudden, I'm coming in at five weeks, and he's saying to me, why are you waiting so long to come in? You've got so many roots showing. She goes, we're on the same schedule. We've been on for 10 years. He goes, you look like you're three weeks late to come in here for your appointment. Why? Hair growth has accelerated. Why? Metabolism is up. And that's a telltale sign. Nails and hair, you can tell what's going on. It's exciting. Oh, see, now that's really, that's something new that I didn't even think about. But you know what? Everything shows. Your skin looks good. And I I do want everyone to know, because I was a believer, and believe me, I've done it all since, you know, the Jane Fonda works out, the steps, the aerobic, all that. Oh, I taught all that. Please, I I know. know. (laughs) I know. But I loved it. And, you know, I have to say, in the beginning, I thought, well, wait a second, you know, you go to the gym, you see all these people on the treadmill, you see them all on the pre-core, you see them all Mm -hmm. running. I kept thinking, how... You know, I wasn't a believer at first because I thought you've got to get your sweat going, your your heart rate. But now, after doing the classes, and by the way, Jim Karras has the most fabulous, best-looking male and female trainers in the world. Um, I grow them in a pod in in, in the back of the office. Wow, you do a good job. (laughs) Thank you. Um, Anyway, uh, during these strength training sessions... I mean, it's incredible. The sweat that you do your heart rate's and pounding. your heart rate is pounding. And I Correct. love the intervals. I mean, I think that's so key. And that, that's, I, I've spent hours on a treadmill. I mean, it's just like a huge waste of time now. Correct. I mean, total, I, total waste of time. 
Now, I still go out. I still will do, you know, a walk or, you know. But I like that for your brain. See, the reason I like your walk outside, Shauna, is that reduces your stress hormones. Reducing your cortisol levels is going to reduce your cravings. It's going to make you happier. It's going to make you make better food choices. Being out in the sun helps your circadian rhythm, your sleep-wake cycle. So getting lots of sun and being out is so important. One of the big themes of the book is routine. Do you know what is so interesting? Think about a happy baby. What does a happy baby do? Sleep, eat, poop, burp, burp. Sleep, eat, poop, burp. They are on schedule. That's the same thing as adults we want. We want to go to bed and get up within the same 30 minutes. You want to eat at the same time each day. You want to try to exercise at the same time each day. If you tell your body when it should be on and when it can rest, it'll thank you and do exactly what you're asking it to do. I'm a massive routine guy. I get up at the same time. I work out. I eat. I'm right on regimen most of the time, and I feel absolutely great. The minute I fall off my regimen... I, I don't feel as well. My energy levels go down. So think, it's everyone, of do. planning. But, but if you plan it, you can do it. If you have a plan. If you have no plan and you wake up and you're going to select some happenstance day, you're going to always be reactionary, you're going to have a reactionary day. If you're proactive in advance, my first book was called The Business Plan for the Body. And that's because a lovely client said to me one day, since past, he's an old elderly gentleman. He said, Jim, I have a question for you. Do you have a plan? I said, uh, Dick, uh, I don't know. Well, what kind of plan are we talking about? He goes, a life plan. Do you have a life plan? I like a strategy, a life plan. And I said, I don't think so. I'm just really working a lot right now. He goes, Jim, the world gets out of the way for a man with a plan. Have a plan. Are you going to be that man? I said, yeah, I'm going to be that man, Dick. <laughs> and so I say to you, I have to have, have a plan. That plan. Well, I always come to Jim. Jim will send me emails every once in a while. That'll say, Shauna, I haven't seen you. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't seen you in a long while. Where are you shopping these days, Lane Bryant? <laughs> or are you borrowing Oprah's clothes? <laughs> I saw you peering in the store in the windows of Maria Rinaldi, whatever it is. You know all of the things. You know, yep. and it gets me back. It's like, oh my god, I gotta get back to the gym. And you know, I feel better. And you know what? The hardest thing to do is to do that first exercise to get you back in. Yep. And then you're fine, and you're like, oh, God, just get me through it. I mean, I've been in there several times with my trainer, and I'm always like, just get me through it today. But then you kind of get in the groove, and then it almost becomes like you're obsessed with it because you're feeling so great. You're establishing new habits, correct. Now, let me ask you, this is a question that a lot of people have asked us. Um, Do you feel that exercising is more beneficial to exercise in the morning or at night? Great question. Or does it matter? It, it, it truly, to be honest with you, you know what the research says the best time to exercise is? When you'll do it. Oh, that's, that's really right. the best time to exercise. <laughs> so for most people, and I am one of these people, I'm a morning exerciser. Past 2 o'clock, I'm out. There's no way after 2 o'clock in the afternoon I want to exercise. My, that is not when my body and my energy levels are at a place where I want to be doing physical activity. But I love the morning for one simple reason. If you get up, if you've got the kids, have to get them to school, whatever you have to do, and then you drop them off or you have to get to work, if you do it before work, before or right after you drop the kids off, then other things won't get in the way to derail you from exercising. I also think you'll make better food choices because you literally have already programmed yourself. I did a good thing for my body. I took care of myself. I ate proper breakfast. I worked out. I feel really good. I'm going to follow through now for the rest of the day. Okay, so speaking of the food choices, what's your uh, thought on all this gluten-free and gluten? People are eating like an entire gluten-free, dairy-free, rhubarb pie and telling me, isn't this great? I'm eating gluten-free. Do you know, gluten-free does not mean calorie-free, everyone. So it's gotten a little out of hand. Um, What's her name that I liked so much on The View, um, who has since left, who's now on Fox? 
um, the pretty blonde, Elizabeth, Elizabeth. Um, Hasselbeck. She was really, you have to realize, she was a big champion of this whole gluten-free yes, program she because she had celiac disease and had a real need for it. I mean, you really didn't hear gluten-free before she but brought this up. But you're hearing it all over all now. All the time. And, all and the now it's gotten it. absolutely out of control. If you have a wheat sensitivity, you'll know it because the minute you eat the wheat, most women say to me, I will look three to four months pregnant. I literally will feel this puff in my stomach. I'm poofed out. I don't feel good. I'm bloaty. And they can tell their body's reacting poorly to the wheat. If that's you, you may have a gluten sensitivity. But keep in mind, doing the real gluten-free is very tough. Soy sauce has gluten in it. I just learned that about two weeks oh, ago. I didn't know yes, that. Yes. So, I mean, there are so many things that possess the gluten. And now, if you go down the cracker aisle and you see something that says gluten-free, it's three times the price of the regular That's crackers. Right. So, of course, what company, Kraft, Nabisco, whoever it is, isn't brilliantly going to say this is gluten-free to try to entice us to spend two to three times the money that we're spending on other things. But if it affects you, listen to it. If dairy affects you, listen to it. If red meat affects you, listen to your body. Use your body. I say this all the time as your own chemistry experiment, because no one knows how your body looks and feels better than you do. That's so true. So true. Well, what you said, you always say, you snooze, you lose. Oh, the sleep deprivation. It does such a whack out to your hormones when you are sleep deprived. University of Chicago has done brilliant research, and anyone who's really interested in this, please Google sleep deprivation, University of Chicago. What they found is after just four days of sleep deprivation, your hormones, number one hormone, leptin. Leptin is the I'm feeling full hormone. So you want leptin in your body because it's going to help you basically push away from the table faster because your body's saying, oh, you're getting full, you're getting full, stop eating. That's your leptin speaking to you. The minute you are sleep deprived, your leptin levels can plummet up to 20% in four days. That's huge when it comes to what you're trying to accomplish. Second hormone, ghrelin, G-H-R-E-L-I-N. That's the feed me hormone. Think of the, um, the plant and little shop of horrors. The minute you are sleep deprived, what does your body think? It thinks danger is imminent. Why are you staying up? Because you're protecting your family at the cave and you think that at any moment an animal may come to try to devour all of you. So it wants you to have more food because more food's going to give you more energy if you've got to run like hell. Okay, but so I, I see on the market there's ghrelin oil. No, Don't believe it. in it. Don't believe in it. Great marketing. Again, everyone, the companies jump on the marketing that they think is going to speak to us. And how about Dr. Oz getting in trouble? He's a great guy, by the way. I love doing his show with the green coffee bean extract, whatever it was. You know, all of this stuff, if it worked, well, you know. We had a funny show. Uh, you know, we, we just pounced on Dr. Oz because he's always doing these diet things that, you know, he did the um, – Cambodia. Mm -hmm. He was promoting the Cambodia, and everyone was, you know, going out there. The, and then Crazy. he did the green bean, and so we stopped believing in Dr. Oz with this diet thing because it's every little diet he got in trouble. He kind of he, he kind of got in a little bit of trouble. Yeah, and, that's and right. Again, he's a guy with integrity. I happen to like him. He is the probably the hardest working man in showbiz, followed by Diane Sawyer, the hardest working woman in showbiz. Well, the funny part about it is we did the Cambodia. The girlfriends all did the Cambodia. Okay. It didn't do a thing. It didn't thing. do it. No. And so. we kept saying, Dr. Oz, you're tricking us. <laughs> the Cambodia, we're not losing anything now, Shana, here. I realize one thing always, and that's the placebo effect. I, see, I'm a research junkie. You may hear me spouting this stuff. They do things like ACL reconstruction. So there's two men in the room. One gets the ACL reconstruction. The other gets the same holes in his knee as the other one. But there was no surgery. Nothing was done. They ask each of the men, how do your knees feel? They both go, fantastic. This surgery was a gift. It's the best thing ever ever done. The one person never had it 
This is the placebo effect. So sometimes when you do these wacky kind of gimmicks, you get a little placebo in people that they actually, oh, this should be making me lose weight, and they actually start eating less. So again, it's always hard, the chicken and the egg, what comes first when it comes to these gimmicks. But trust me, everyone, if it sounds too good to be true, it is. Well, also, we've talked a lot on the, on the and by the way, uh, listeners, if you want, you're listening to the webtalkradio.net, and please give us um, your thoughts on today and your dieting problems, questions, and um, we'll get to Jim and he can give you an answer on that. Um, the cryo tank, we've talked several times about cryo, mm-hmm. and you basically brought it here. I'm Mr. Freeze in Chicago. You yes. are Mr. Freeze. Yes. And we've tried to explain the process. We had calls in about the cryo tank. We've okay. sent people over there. I love the cryo tank. I do too. Huge energy boost. I, I almost do it every day. Well, I mean, for me, it's just so great for the inflammation of the joints and all. But also, I think that boosts your metabolism. It does. And the research says that it does because basically you're mimicking. But let's tell okay. our listeners a little bit what the cryo tank is. All right. There's two different treatments. And you're with you're listening to the freeze king here. <laughs> I first was introduced to it in. Los Angeles, because I had a partially torn Achilles. So that's right by your ankle, right behind your ankle, like Achilles, Achilles, you know, in the Greek mythology and all that. So I was limping like the mummy, and I do all this speaking, and I do this television stuff, and I'm supposed to be Mr. Energy, and I'm literally in pain and limping, and it's swollen. I try every conceivable form of repair therapy, from Graston Mm -hmm. technique to high frequency to ultrasound to this and that. I did it all. Someone said, go to the cryotherapy in L.A., and I was there to do a job for a whole week. So I got into the big tank first. The big tank is, think of a woman's old-fashioned sauna, kind of where your head sticks out of the top. Right. So it's a silver tank you get in. And what it is doing is it's being cooled down by liquid nitrogen that then becomes gas, nitrogen gas. Think of Michael Jackson's thriller, what was all over the ground. That's this liquid nitrogen, nitrogen. turning to gas. So you're in a tank that keeps it all inside. So it's becoming very cold, as cold as negative 250 degrees Fahrenheit. Now, don't get spooked by that. It's dry cold, so it's not as punishing as a plunge pool, a closed close punch pool, which is hideous. And if any of the men here are listening, what that does to us is just so bad. It's beyond belief, the cold, yeah. oh. the cold pool. <laughs> Girls, you won't quite understand what I'm talking about, but it's not good. We get and, it. We um, get it. So there, what happens is your body, when it thinks it's... Okay, think of Leonardo DiCaprio. He's in the water in Titanic. Why does he die? Because he dies of hypothermia. That's but what right. first happens is that in that cold water and in the cold chamber, your blood... And everything pulls to your internal organs to keep you alive. So it moves away from the skin and to those internal organs. So we keep you in the chamber for between two and three minutes. And that depends on your size, your lean muscle tissue, your body weight, et cetera, et cetera. And we have a good gauge on that. And so when you're in the chamber, really nothing's happening. When you step out, I always say that's when the magic begins because then your body says, oh, we're okay. It's warm out here. And all of that blood starts shunting all over your body to warm you back up. So number one, it's giving you a metabolic boost. Number two, that blood that went to your internal organs got uber oxygenated. So think of it as the really good blood. It then sees where the T cells are. T cells tell you where there's damage to tissue, to joint, wherever. The blood knows like a heat-seeking missile to go to that area to provide more recovery. So number two, it helps repair muscles and joints. Number three, the good blood reduces inflammation in our entire body, and all of us are aging as a result of inflammation. It's plain and simple. That's the number one cause of our aging process in our body, which we can stall and stop. So it reduces inflammation. Number four, helps with cellulite because it helps build collagen. Think of all the things, ladies 
abilities you put on your face, retin-A, a retinoid, um, look at the other things, um, the glycolic acid, all of those things, what is it? It's an irritant to your skin. The cold is an irritant to your skin. So a defense mechanism is the collagen, and think of that as the foundation of your skin, gets built more. Collagen is a protein, so it actually gets built more. The fifth benefit of the cryo is if you are a little depressed or a little low in energy or you had a little bit too much grape juice the night before, um, you will find (laughs) that the burst and the shock of the cryo, some people say, my spouse is a different person when they get up in the morning, eat breakfast, come cryo and go to work. I have a different person throughout the entire day because the shock of the cryo brings on those happy hormones, those endorphins and everything else. Now tell the listeners how long the cryo takes. It takes two to three minutes. Two to three minutes, which is not long out of your day. And I recommend people to come in the embryo stages in the beginning. If you're trying to repair a muscle, a joint, really feel a difference. Hit us every other day. Give us that consistency. Oh, and you, you can, can do really, it that often. Oh, sure. I do it every day. You know, but I'm there every day. I just come in, take my clothes off, and I get in the, get in the cryo spa. It's just, it's, it's a very unique place, <laughs> Chicago Cryo Spa on Lincoln Avenue. And um, we're also used to running around in our underwear and things. It's just, you know, we do have robes, so don't think it's a... Um, and it really, right. truly makes a huge difference. The second treatment is a wand. So now think of that liquid nitrogen becoming the dry wand of the cold. We then take the wand and put it directly on a joint that has issues. My daughter, the gymnast, we wanded her ankle every single day to take the inflammation down. People have a bad shoulder, a bad back, a bad knee, a bad Achilles, myself included. Really makes a difference. So that we call that treatment from the outside in. And the first treatment, as I'm saying, with all of your blood pooling to your internal organs, we call that treatment from the inside out. We also do cryofacials. If you're looking puffy, oh my gosh, a lot of brides and a lot of women going to special events say to me, okay, Jim, how do I use the cryofacial? I say, it's simple. You get up, you take your shower. So you're in the heat. Then come to us, let us cryo your face, then get your hair and makeup done. You're good to go. You can also be cryoed with full makeup on. It doesn't smush your makeup at all because it's just cold. It's a, and it's not wet. It's simply dry, cold on your face. But you don't want to shower after you've cryoed your face because the cryo of your face really takes all the swelling down. Pores are diminished. So many of the things Ooh, we I want to cryo. Like, I'm going to cryo today. <laughs> I'm cryoing. You know, I'm always doing my face too. People are like, where's Jim? He's in the cryo chamber doing his face again. I'm like, leave me alone. I own the place. I'm allowed to do it to my face. So little vanity comes into play. But I also make, it gives me energy. It feels good. Yes, it does feel good. And it is, it's really refreshing. And, and Sean, it's going to, you know, the tipping point, I'm a huge fan of that book. It's going to tip all over the country. There's a website that shows where cryo spas are open in the country. If you click on it every week, you'll see one to two to three more opening throughout the country. People come to us and say, I'm from Denver. I cryo. I'm from LA. I cryo. I'm from D- at Dallas. I cryo. I'm from Minneapolis. I cryo. We have huge athletes, the biggest athletes in Chicago and some of the competitors are in there all the time too. I know. And so people say, you're letting the competitors are like, their dollars are just as good as everyone else's. <laughs> so they are welcome in the crowd <laughs> That's right. That's absolutely right. Oh, no. They love it. They're crazy about it. The big basketball players are hysterical. I mean, they, they live for it. Some of them double dip. They'll go in the cryo for three minutes, come out for two to three minutes, and go back in again. They love it that much. Okay. But you see... Now, when you're doing that, what, what's the goal? To stay in there for as long as you can, or is the goal to get to reach a certain body temperature? Great question, Shauna. Dead on number two, to reach a certain body temperature. You want to get to between 35 and 50 degrees when we shoot you on the shin 
Fahrenheit, right between that number. So me, I take a full three minutes in there to get me into the low 40s. Whoa. Some women, literally a minute and a half, and boom, they're done. My Olivia, my daughter, you know, minute 40, minute 50, boom, she's there, she's done. So the goal exactly, it's not duration, it's how cold you get. That's exactly right. Oh, that's incredible. Anyway, um, you're listening to the webtalkradio.net, and you can find us on the-girlfriends.com on our website. Um, let's talk a little bit and just touch base on lifelong secrets, long life secrets. Yes. Um, we've had some, what would you say would be your top three anti-aging? Great. I'm doing it right now to my left. T, 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 herbal, caffeinated, decaffeinated, I don't care what it is, chamomile, uh, Earl Grey, green tea, green, white, red, it doesn't matter. Tea is, here's the reason why, it reduces inflammation. We're just talking about the cryo, building on inflammation, tea reduces inflammation. Number two, tea boosts your metabolism. Three cups of tea a day can boost your metabolism by 50 to 70 calories. I drink about 100 ounces of tea each and every day. I chug it. I love it. I am never without, if you ever see me, I'm never without hot or cold tea in my hands. Number three, it, in terms of anti-aging, everyone, you age because of cellular damage. It's just like, you know, what happens in the sun? Sun damages your skin. Why can you get skin cancer? Excessive damage to your skin or wrinkles, excessive damage to your skin. What tea does, along with fruits, vegetables, the right whole wheat, whole grains is it possesses a lot of antioxidants when your cell is damaged one slice think of your cell as a pie one slice of pie is removed from the cell it therefore becomes what is called a free radical that free radical is deeply damaging because think of it as pac-man the way it's running around and gobbling up things that free radical is gobbling at your good cells trying to steal that piece of pie to make itself whole that cell's goal is to i want to be whole again so it's going to steal from your good cells but wait if you have antioxidants in your bloodstreams, vitamins and minerals is sufficiently in your blood, that vitamin and mineral is going to swoop in, it's going to repair that free radical, and it's a good cell again. No more cellular damage. Okay, let me ask you this, and this is a big thing. You know, the supplements right. is huge right now. But correct. How do you feel about supplements? You must. I'm doing a lot of work with Thorne, T-H-O-R-N-E. They're the finest supplement company in the country. I really believe in them very strongly. Their CEO, their message, I, I just love them. I was introduced to them by Northwestern's Osher Center for Integrative Medicine, which I'm chairman of their board, and love them. What you do, do not take a single supplement unless you know your blood chemistry. So you go and you get your blood tested, and then you have it tested for all your vitamin deficiencies. I'm deficient in vitamin D. I'm Greek. I've got the sun open 365 days out of the year. The kids are in the backseat saying, Daddy, we're freezing. I said, I don't care. Daddy needs sun. The sun will <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I'm up, here, I'm up here with the heat blasting. You know, I, I, I love to go to L.A. I love to go to Cal, Cal, um, Florida. I love to be in the sun. D0. Zero, zero. They tested it twice. So I take a huge supplement. You've got to know your chemistry. You simply can't start supplementing something you don't know. You may take a multi. Listen to this. I used to tell people take a multivitamin. No. Why? Some women have too much iron in their that's right. blood. So then you take a multi with more iron, you're, you're adding fuel to the fire. Well, and that's right. And that makes you very constipated, by the way. Oh, is that? I did not yeah, know that. Iron okay. makes you I very, very that. constipated. Um, <clears throat> it's interesting that you say that because I went to my internist and you know, the medical world. Poo-poo's it. Exactly. Poo-poo's I mean, it. 
they just can't stand it. But you have to really look at your multivitamin on what oh. is in there. And you have because to know, some, what Thorne would tell you too is there's nothing in there that you think is in there. If you're buying your vitamins at one of those big box stores, and I don't want to get in trouble for saying one of right. them, you are not getting what you think you're getting. If you read the fine print on the 1,000 milligrams of vitamin C, it may be 100 milligrams of vitamin C and 900 milligrams of something else that is C-like, but you're not really getting what you think you're getting. There's so much reason. Mayo Clinic is doing things on this. So much research being done that's saying the supplements you think you're getting, you're not really getting. I say don't take them unless you know everything and buy a reputable source. That's so true. The, the source is key because there's a lot of junk in there. And I'll tell you what I went through, speaking of gluten and the wheat, a lot of these supplements had yeah. wheat. Oh, yes, yes. They have gluten in it. They have barley or they have oats or they have this. And, you know, it just wasn't. And I'm thinking I'm doing a good thing. And I'm not. So. You're, well, you're doing yep. it halfway, too. You really think you're, you're all in, and you're not really all in because you're really not doing what you think you're doing. It's very frustrating, and that's why a lot of people in these types of things get very frustrated and say, you know, I'm sick of trying. I'm just not going to do it anymore because it's not working. Okay, so you're, you're, you're on the belief of drinking tons of tea. Tons of tea, tons of fruits and vegetables. 50% of what you eat on a daily basis should be 75% vegetables, 25% fruit. And what about meat? You know, I, at my ripe age of 54, I am finding that red meat does not agree with me. It just isn't. I'll eat red meat, and the next day I'm like, huh, what's with me today? It, I am not myself. I am really trying to get off of it almost 100%. Do I eat the boneless, skinless, organic chicken and turkey? Adore it, adore it. I'm allergic to eggs, my favorite thing in the whole world. You're so I'm kidding. allergic to the yolk. I can eat the whites. It is poached eggs was one of my favorite things. I'll do it once a month. And I'm like, and then I'm scraping my tongue. This is what's so interesting, everyone. If you're listening to this and you're eating food and you find yourself like, hmm, my throat's a little sore. Hmm, I start, I would scrape my tongue. And people would say, what are you doing with your tongue? I'm like, oh, I'm done with my tongue. And I go <laughs> in the bathroom and I look at it and it's white. It's got little red dots in it. And I'm going, what's going on? Directly related to the eggs was unbelievable. Tomatoes as well. Two of my favorite foods, by the way. You know, your body sometimes develops an allergy to what you eat with a great deal of frequency. My go-to foods were eggs and tomatoes. Can't touch them without having the tongue issue. So really, everyone listening, if you are feeling anything, you may have a sensitivity. And again, these blood tests can tell you your food sensitivities. Okay, so Jim, speaking about, you know, what you're allergic to or, you know, the supplements that you should be taking or what you're, you're, you need more of, how would someone go about doing that? First thing I would do is probably your internist, your personal person you have a, a, already a, a relationship with would be your first line of defense. Go and talk with he or she. If they're not really into it, because you may say, hey, I want to do some blood work, and they may go, eh, like kind of that's not my thing, check out Google internal, you know, excuse me, Google integrative medicine. And you will find maybe an integrative doctor in your area who would be a better source to go to. Because integrative medicine is really, it's a bit of the grandchild of Dr. Andrew Weil. He really started this many years ago. You know, he was on Oprah many times. He's written dozens of books. And he really believes in blending the Eastern and Western medicine, which is what I like. Let's face it. There's certain drugs. There's certain things in Western medicine that are spot on. But what if you put it together with some wonderful Eastern practices. I'll give you an example. Fertility. Many women struggling with fertility. You have to That's do right. maybe 100 milligrams of the fertility drugs. I had to do that with my former wife, with my first, with Olivia. And so literally, if you put acupuncture with the drugs, you need 
half of the dosage of the medication. So just the pathways that acupuncture opens enables you to put half of the drugs into your body to produce the same result. To me, I'm all in. If I can use less drugs and get the same benefit, that's how Eastern and Western medicine should be married. Oh, and... There will be a day when they will come together because it's... It's, it's smart. Well, that's the way medicine started, Shauna. It started with I, the blending of the two, and I then know. we got away from it. I, so exactly. that's the origin of medicine. But So what, what you would say as a person, they go to their internist, and they would say to their internist, I want to do a full I want to do panel. some deeper blood work. I want to look at my vitamin deficiencies. I want to look at my food allergies. You may want to look at your thyroid functioning. You may want to look at your hormone functioning. If you go into the doctor and say, I feel bad. I don't feel the way I used to feel. And the doctor says, eh, you're older, too bad, you know, you're just getting older. No, do not take that yeah. as the answer. Take that that there may be something off in your chemistry. And I'm not saying you're off and you're sick or something like that. I'm just saying, I'm talking about myself. I thought I was a healthy guy in his 50s, and I find out I have like eight vitamin deficiencies. By supplementing, do I feel even better? Yeah. Absolutely, I would say that. So you just got to do a little espionage. I call it CSI, your own body, crime scene investigators. You've done the crimes <laughs> to your body. <laughs> now let's get in there and let's figure out what you've done and what we can correct because it's all correctable. Keep that in mind. Okay, good thoughts, good thoughts. That's really great. It's fascinating chemistry. Well, the, the whole thing with the dairy and all that, I found with myself, you know, I was eating yogurt every morning thinking, oh, this is going to be a good thing. And I couldn't eat the dairy. I was allergic to, I had some allergy to the dairy. Also, if people are out there, and we've talked a lot about colonics, mm-hmm. um, when you go and see your colonic, and the, the colonic that I go in here in Chicago, they have a tube that you lets you see. see. And if you're getting like white chunks of like a mucus-like right. substance, that means you're, whatever you're, you've had or you're eating, you it's have a lot of... That. Yes, and it's a lot of allergy. You're not, you do not want that. Wow. I mean, it's, so, all of this stuff is truly fascinating, what we're learning well, about this. Well, it's really great, but it's a full-time job. And, it, you know, it's, it's <laughs> I mean, really, going to you know your cryo tank, and then you're oh. going to go to your exercise class, and then you're going to go do your colonic, and then you want to do the facial, then you want to do... <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, it is, it, I, I'm not disagreeing with you. There is a lot. You have to pick and choose what feels right to you. And, again, I say this again, everyone listening, please use your body as your own personal chemistry experiment. Your friend, June, who says, I did this diet and just loved it doesn't mean that your body's going to love it. That's the hard part about it. You've got to do what's right for you. Jim, you have been just a wealth of information. And you know that... Sean is like my long-lost sister, just so you know that. So. Yeah, we're very much male-female, <laughs> very much alike. Um, no, but really, you've been... I could talk to you for like six, seven, eight hours on all this. You're just so knowledgeable and you've you know given back so much to people about um, health and looking good and you know staying on the right track. That we're going to have to have you back when I have my sisters. Love to. And come back and we're going to talk more about the anti-aging. Let's really hit that hard. I yeah, to- I'm, I'm because all I think this is a whole new movement. Great. I'll do some research, too, to come up with some really new things because it's coming out. People almost every day, new research is coming out to tell us what the, what's the right thing to do. So to all of our favorite listeners, Jim Karras, get his book, The Ultimate Diet Revolution. You can lose 14 pounds in 28 days. I know you're going to go out and get it. And they can buy this Amazon. Amazon everywhere. Barnes & Noble. It's all over. It's all over. Yep. You can find Jim on jimkaras.com, and that's J-I-M-K-A-R-A-S.com. It's spelled with a K, not a C. And also uh, go to the-girlfriends.com. We will have Jim Karras's books online, and we'll also have some tidbits of what we talked about today. And for all of the listeners, everyone stay healthy, joy rising, and we'll see you next week. Bye.